Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is July 5th, 2022, a very, very rare uh, Tuesday edition of the Fightful podcast covering WWE Raw. Considering last night was Independence Day, I looked at things and I said, all right, we're going in the air at 11 p.m. A lot of people are going to be out. People on the West Coast are going to be getting ready to get out. People in the UK are going to be in bed. So let's just wait until Tuesday. We got Denise Salcedo here. We're both back from Las Vegas. Denise, how was your trip back? Sean, oh, so my trip back, I feel so bad. So I was supposed to drive on the way back. And I even told my fiance, because he he drove in that day, right, on Saturday. And I told him, like, don't worry, I'm good. Like, the last time we saw each other at Blue Wire Studios, I even said, like, I'm still good. Like, I'm good to go. So we get in the car. We go get, like, we went to, we drove to, like, Prim. Once we got to Prim, which is about like 20, 30 minutes away from Las Vegas, um, we went, we just got some drive through. We we're like, okay, let's get some McDonald's, whatever's right. And I ate 10 piece chicken McNugget meal, got really freaking sleepy. And I tried to stay awake. And within like 30 minutes after that, I was like, <sighs> completely out. So he ended up driving the entire way home. And we got home at 4am. I took a shower and then I couldn't go back to sleep. Oh, my flight back was a nightmare. No sleep. Um, it was, it was, uh, I got plenty of sleep yesterday though, or Sunday, whenever the hell I got back, I got plenty of sleep. It all ran together and the crazy travel continues. I got Louisville this week to do impact media. I've got Toronto next week. Then, uh, I think a couple weeks later, Nashville and LA, it's going to be wild, but we're here to talk WWE raw, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, guys. That would be greatly appreciated If you did, that allows you to get your question or statement read on the air. I know a lot of you are going to be able to watch this show live for maybe the first time ever because it's 4 a.m. where we where you all are sometimes. But we even got Emma saying, hi, guys, it's my birthday turning 17. Love you. Well, we appreciate you, Emma, and happy birthday. I hope you have an awesome one. 17's the best, by the way. Enjoy it. Go dance to Dancing Queen by ABBA. Enjoy it. That's what I did on my birthday. Have you ever seen the really creepy video with the clown dancing? No, definitely not. I'm I'm the person that doesn't watch like creepy videos on the internet. Like I'm usually like 10 years late on like every viral video. Let me see. Ooh, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. I got to find it. Watch it. it. Yeah, I got to. I got to show you 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. I do not want to watch no creepy video right now. Uh, Damn it. I can't find it. Can somebody link me? Somebody's got to know what I'm talking about. It's got the the milkshake song, too. But anyway, Mr. CJ Lilly says thoughts on the Alexa interview with Ryan Satin. I haven't watched it all yet, but I like that we saw that it wasn't just a copy and paste of the Bray Wyatt 
gimmick that she she used for inspiration. She used inspiration from a show that she watched when she was younger, as well as some other things for, for the doll and why the doll was there. I thought that was really good because a lot of people just assumed it was WWE cut, copy, paste, and then applying it to Alexa Bliss. So I'm very, very uh, happy about that. Ryan Lambert says, RIP to Balor's super tight, bold showing trunks. Well, that's about the extent of uh, what we're talking about today because not a lot happened on this show, Denise. You know what? I'll tell you this. So I woke up this morning to watch Raw at 8 a.m. And I almost gave up, Sean. I almost gave up because I was really sleepy. I didn't want to wake up. And uh, I was my alarm started ringing at 7. And <laughs> I didn't start watching Raw until like maybe close to like 8.20-ish, like around there. But I almost texted you and was like, Sean, I don't want to watch. Just tell me what happened on the show. But I watched the whole entire thing, right? And here's the thing. I will tell you this. I think given the fact that I fast forwarded through all the entrances, all the replays, all the like the the recaps, the all of the nonsense stuff, right? All of that. It was very easy to get through the show. I enjoyed almost every segment 20 times more than if I would have been watching live. Uh, I was a fan of this show. Like for the most part, I thought it was all right. This is why <laughs> Maybe it was I... the way that I watched it. I don't know, but I, I had a good time. I was eating breakfast, watching raw, putting my makeup on, watching raw. It was great. <laughs> this is why I watched the show like an hour after it starts. So I can fast forward through all that stuff. But we had Bobby Lashley coming out, cutting a promo. But Austin Theory cuts him off. And um, they're facing each other again at SummerSlam. So no John Cena, Austin Theory at SummerSlam. It's confirmed. Them just bringing him back for a 20-year thing to be like, here's a new shirt. I know I'm going to get dummies in the, in the mentions saying, what's it's good business. Yeah, it's good business. Sure. There, there's a lot of things that are good business, but oh boy, no Cena for the foreseeable future is a let down, Denise. Do you think it's because of what we think it might? Do you think it's because no. of what's been going on with Vince? No, because then Vince introduced him. So if it was because of Vince, he wouldn't True. have had Vince introduce him. Unless it was like kind of one of those things where it was, well, this was already promised and promoted. So no, now I we can't it. back out of it. I doubt it. I mean, they didn't, have to okay. have, they didn't have to have Vince introduce him, though. That's true. Like they, Vince is just showing up places to be showing up places now. It's really, really annoying. But uh, Lashley, Austin Theory. And, and you got the shoehorned in. Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Like we know the show. We're watching the show. We've got the TV guide on there. Like we know what the program is. Like you don't got to make everybody say welcome to Monday Night Raw. But I don't mind that. Come on. It's like just Denise. We have it's switched harmless. roles. We have switched roles. This is literally how I act on Mondays. But what are you I had talking like... about? <laughs> Muted. Anyway, I've got. No real interest in seeing this continue. This was already a terribly built story with baby oil and pose downs and stuff like that. And they're going to extend it for another month. No, I'm I'm OK. I'm good with that. Are I don't we surprised, need... Sean? I don't think money in the bank technically counted unless it was just the money in the bank matches. Money in the bank felt. Yes. Come on. Even, you know, they felt like they were skipping over this pay-per-view with already like uh, announcing matches for SummerSlam, getting all of that going. It kind of felt like they were skipping over money in the bank. So I kind of feel like this is we're going to be seeing like the fact that we're going to be seeing a rematch of this match. Yeah. I'm not surprised whatsoever. Well, I'm, not, I'm not surprised either. It just doesn't mean it's good. Um, Denise, I am sending you in the private chat the video that I want you to watch and react to. And I have to watch it right now? Yeah, uh, we're going to react. Um, How it am is... I going to watch it right now if we're talking about Raw? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post it in the chat, too. And people are going to be able to watch it themselves as we react to it. It is very unusual. Are you watching it? No, I'm supposed to be watching it now. It. But how long is it? It's are not you allowed that long. to hear the background of it? Yeah, I don't care. We're not going to get. But it's flagged. really just like the first minute or so. A whole minute I have to spend watching this. Hold on, I'm getting an ad. Hold on, I'm getting an ad. <laughs> Come on. Hold on, the ad's still going. I can't. Listen, why it. don't you have NordVPN.com/slash/fightful? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Do I have to watch it with sound? No, you don't have to watch it with sound. I prefer you didn't. That way. Okay, well, I'm watching it, and it's just a bunch of clowns and this. Isn't that the lady from Alice in Wonderland? 
I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, that's the queen. The queen. Whatever. Of birds, right? It's creepy. You ready Maybe, for this? Can I hear it really quickly with sound? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this messed up? It's not creepy. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the big heads. <laughs> the big heads going like this. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> What what's how, so wrong about it? She's a queen and she's dancing. She's a dancing queen. This is how, not creepy. She's also running the turntables too, as you can see. I think this is funny. I this can't believe hilarious. you've never seen this. No, I've never seen it. It's from 2013 and I've never seen it. Yeah, I think it's even before that. A but little anyway. leg. Hey man, that's skill right there. Moving that leg with that costume oh. like that. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of skill there. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of skill in sending us super chats and humper chats. We greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Sean Breslin says, finally getting to watch a show live from Ireland. Will SRS get the exclusive first post-wedding interview with Denise? Yes. Yes, we're doing that. I'm going to interview Denise after her wedding. Uh, we're going to see how she feels. It's going to be a post-game interview. Denise, why are you shaking your head like you didn't actually pitch that to me? I didn't pitch that to you. Oh, no, no, no. Here's what. I said I wanted to get a post-show interview, and you said you got to get one before, too. That's well, what I'm you just said. saying, don't I, to me, I think that before is more interesting than afterwards. Because before it's like the, oh my God, is she going to pull through with this? Is she going to go through? Is she going to be a runaway bride? <laughs> and then afterwards, it's like, oh, you're fine. You did it. You're good, you know? Nicholas says, I'm jealous of Denise, so he mutes her. What? Muted. Sean Breslin, the end of his super chat, says, expecting you to film it on site after the ceremony and post it on Fightful six months after the fact. <laughs> I love it. Why do you laugh like Seth Rollins, Sean? Maybe Seth Rollins laughs like me. No, I've never heard you laugh like that. That was a oh, Seth Rollins laugh. You have Why heard are you me laughing laugh like Seth Rollins? I do not laugh like Seth Rollins. Are you Seth trying Rollins to be Seth like Rollins? Muted. Tom Talks Rubbish says, happy 4th of July to my friends across the pond. Thanks to everyone for Fightful for great reviews. Well, Denise, first match of the great night. great interviews, not great reviews. Read the super chat right. Oh, who gives a shit? Just kidding. Thanks, Tom. We appreciate, we appreciate you, Tom. <laughs> Judgment Day versus Ray and Dominic. I thought Dominic looked much improved in the ring during this match. Like we, we He was pretty crisp. There's, there's still obviously plenty of work to be done there, but how I look at this, Denise, the finish is they're in San Diego. It's Ray's hometown. I get the tribute to Eddie. I'll always love that finish, but I'm like, this would have made a lot more sense in El Paso or something where Eddie's yeah, from. I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because San Diego still has, you got to understand, like, the, like there's a lot of, lot of Hispanics and Latinos uh, throughout the SoCal market, throughout, like, California oh, yeah. in general. So even though it's San Diego, you got to understand there's going to be a bunch of, like, Latinos that go to the show I know, and but all of that. So that's why it makes Ray sense. Ray and Dominic are Latino themselves. Eddie Guerrero wasn't the only Latino wrestler that's that ever existed. You. That's what I'm trying to tell you, though. That's why it I makes know. sense. I know. Like, fun. I get it, but Ray could have just paid homage to himself. That's who they came to see. No, they nobody nobody bought this shot. ticket it's no, harmless it is yeah sure nobody bought this ticket saying you know what i hope ray and dom do an eddie tribute no of course not but that's not the point though it is the point it's the no, point it's that not. i'm making no it's not oh my god oh my gosh why are so, we even having this discussion this because is so it happened pointless. on the show denise oh my gosh and like Sean, you it was the finish. It was the finish of the only match they yeah, had promoted for this fun. week. I liked it. I appreciated it. I thought it was good. And why uh, wouldn't he do it in his home? In like it's Rey Mysterio's hometown. Why not? What's that got to do with Eddie? I already told you. And then maybe he wants to save something special for his hometown. And for him, something special is paying tribute to Eddie. So that's I, why he maybe. did it and saved it for his hometown. I don't get it. I don't get it. But what we will get is this match did it again. Did not get a great reaction, Sean? It did get a great reaction, but... Look at me. I freaking look like an e-drone right now. But... <laughs> but I'm just trying to prove my point. It was harmless, it was fun, and it was entertaining. Jesus, sure, Sean. I'm just like, why, why does everything got to be an Eddie Guerrero tribute? El Paso would have made a lot more sense for this. They could have just had another finish. Like, I, I didn't. it didn't make sense for me in the context of this. And... You just know we're getting this match again. And we had it last week on main event as well. So 
This is going to be in the, the same. Who the hell watches main event? Don't even count Me? the main event matches, Sean. You, you're probably the one viewer. I am. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. You can't count the main event matches. Like, we don't even watch oh, that. Oh, man. Oh, I'm man. just saying that. What, what's the Brian Lambert Olympics? says select exclusive. Denise watches the Pain Olympics. You what don't want to watch. You don't want to watch it. What is you that? You don't want to watch it. Like people doing stuff to their balls and wiener and stuff. Where? On TV or on, on YouTube the internet, or where? On the internet. Andrew the Giant says, loved Raw this week. Felt like a special show. And David says, when do we get a Denise and Alex one-off special? If there's ever a show that Denise hates, like really, really, really bad, I'll see if she wants to do the Alex show you with You pay Alex. me extra? Yeah, of course. Then all right. Uh, but we've got... <laughs> So I just know that they're running this back. It's the same as Miz and, and AJ Styles. Like, we saw this match. It went on and on. And then there was, uh, at least this was a more satisfying finish than the Miz and AJ Styles was last week. This at least entertained me. Was that this, here last week? Pro, no, Robert was. No so, wonder, because I don't remember anything from last week. So Miz and AJ had this 25-minute segment that ended in Miz walking out and getting counted out. And they ran the match back this week. Okay. This time it was a long match, but uh, at least the ending popped the crowd. The, that that ending last week did not pop the crowd. Okay, so, then. Why the hell are you complaining then? There's a lot of things that'll pop the crowd, Denise. Okay, I just I just feel like of all things to complain, I don't feel you like this was one of them. You sound like Russo when they're like, "Oh yeah, our cat got us in USA Today, so it was a good idea. It was a good thing." You know wow. what? A lot of things got in USA Today, and they're not good. But um, we'll we'll see how that goes. I, I like this matchup until the finish, and even then, I didn't hate the finish. I just think that it would have made sense elsewhere. <sighs> There's a Fourth of July cookout. Montez Ford hits Chad Gable in the face with his wiener. Denise. Yeah, that was funny. It was funny. There's a hot dog eating contest. It was, it was a glizzy, by the way, that he got hit with. Hot dog eating contest, and it focuses on Otis and Angelo Dawkins, but then they pan out, and Akira Tozawa actually wins. So this leads to a match with Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits against Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. So not only do we get Theory and Lashley at SummerSlam, and the night before, or two nights before, but we're getting it here on Raw as well. Uh, Otis starts taking offense to the midsection, and it progressively makes him more queasy. He's like a video game, like not a final boss, but one of the bosses you got to beat to get to the final boss. And then he vomits all over Chad Gable and the ring. All right, so first of all, I will say this. I liked, like, the ending with the spear from Bobby Lashley, uh, the pounce from Dawkins, the freaking frog splash from Montez. Uh, I liked all of that. That was good. That was fun. Um, in terms of the vomiting, I had heard people talking about it because I wasn't on Twitter very much yesterday. And so I – but I did hear that there was going to be a vomiting segment and all of this. Yeah. And so Cause, I cause was we reported actually, it on FightfulSelect.com. Yeah, Please subscribe. Okay, anyways, so as this, I just didn't know at what point of the show was going to happen. I was actually expecting it during the hot dog eating contest. I thought that was, was when it was going to happen. And then afterwards, when he came out to have this match, I was like, bro, he's coming out with freaking hot dog belly to come out, have a match. Oh, this is definitely where it's happening. And so when it happened in the end, um, you know, I tend to get really grossed out. Like whenever I watch like TV shows and there's people barfing or like peeing or pooping or doing anything that's disgusting that I don't want to see on TV. Um, so thankfully I timed it out. So I wouldn't be eating my breakfast during the spot. Uh, so it wasn't too disgusting for me just because I knew it was coming, but I didn't like really want to look at it. I thought it was really gross when they zoomed in though. And you See the little pelotita right there on the mat that shit was gross <laughs> the match itself was basically set up so otis would vomit that was the point of this yeah and it Come got on, you never ate so much you had to barf and then did something active it's like going on a roller coaster after you mm -hmm. ate too many hot dogs and no candy. i'm usually pretty smart before i'm active and i don't stuff myself okay fine you never like ate too much walked too much and then you were like oh no walked 
or got in a car ride or something. You're throwing Bro, there's up. There's times where I'm walking? eating so much where I can't even walk. Where I'm like, nah, I can't. Gotta stay here for a bit. Gotta unbutton the pants. You're throwing up from walking, no, Denise? No, I've never thrown up from walking. I'm just trying to freaking tell you that. She's gonna puke. She's gonna puke. That's No, you but just... my gimmick as a kid, though, was that every time I barfed, I never made it to the toilet. My mom would be so pissed. I'd always barf right before I got to the toilet. My mom used to get so mad. So I used to be like really pathetic when I would vomit because I thought I was dying or something. Were you super dramatic about it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I'd be like, help! <laughs> you thought you were dying. I thought I was dying. Now, there was one time um, I drank so much chocolate milk that I didn't. I was actually. God, I can't, I'm sorry. So, okay, there was one time, I guess now that you mention it, I did do something active, but I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. I drank two glasses of chocolate milk, and then somebody wanted to fight me. <laughs> and I was at home. Keep in mind, I was at home for the night, and I was a teenager. Well, I was probably like 19, 20. That's and not I, a teenager. That's a young adult, bro. I, I thought I was a teenager. I was like probably 19. And I was like, wow, this is stupid, but okay. And, <laughs> and <laughs> he showed up and I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. And I was like getting amped up and I just vomited everywhere. And I was like, all right, let's go. Wait, and he before goes, the fight, you, yes. you still were going to fight after you vomited? Yes. And he goes, I'm good. <laughs> he laughed. So wait, did you win via forfeit? Yes, because I of vomiting. I qualified it as such. I just went. Bah! I was like, "All right, let's go." And he was like, "Wait, now nah, we're good." Did you man. have like chunks of vomit yes. on your shirt? No, 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 no. It was projectile. Okay, it was out there. Here's my thing: like, if I want to fight somebody and they just barfed, as long as there's no barf on them, I would still fight the sure. person. I get it. Like, if you don't want, but to fight somebody, I mean. It wasn't that that wide of a space. Somebody was going to go into that vomit. It was going to happen. Ew. Did you at least clean up your own vomit? It was in a parking lot. I didn't clean it up. Oh, gross. It, but it was it was like a it was like a somewhat full one. But anyway, <laughs> Miz wants Logan Paul to retract his challenge. By the way, Terry Allen Jr. says Chad is a fluent wrestler. That he is. But we got Miz and AJ Styles. AJ got a clean victory with a phenomenal forearm. But afterwards, Tommaso Ciampa attacks AJ Styles, and the partnership is made official. Miz, Ciampa, and I'll tell you what bothered me about this was the comment afterwards. Now, it's very clear that Ciampa had, like, has had something to do with the Miz for several weeks. He's beaten up whoever the Miz is there with. But they say... Like, every star needs a supporting player. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to see Ciampa as a supporting player. This guy's a former NXT champion. He's very good. His character work is very good. He doesn't need The Miz, but if he's going to be with The Miz, I don't want them to be like this. I want them to be like this. I don't want Ciampa as a lackey. If they're going to be a team, well, I'm interested in the team because Ciampa is great. Miz's work. Leaves a lot to be desired sometimes. AJ Styles gets to win. Great. He should be involved in something else. I hope he's facing Ciampa at SummerSlam. That would be awesome since Miz is facing Logan Paul. But, so AJ uh, and Ciampa, right? Because that's what I was kind of hoping for. AJ I know and Ciampa. They're doing the Logan Paul thing with the Miz. Yeah, but I mean, if they wanted to go Logan Paul and AJ Styles against Ciampa and the Miz, I'd be absolutely fine with that too. That would Wait. be great. Oh, a tag team match? Yeah, that would be yeah, fine that would be too. Good too. Yeah, I think, but, I think that would probably be like the, that feels like the best outcome to kind of like intertwine both of these storylines. Yeah. Let, let's start from the top. AJ Styles gets the win. Ciampa attacks afterwards. What, what are you thinking about this? See, like, I think for me, it was more so of 
I get that. I don't really want Ciampa associated with The Miz, but if it gets to either them doing a tag team match, I think that's fine. Or if this eventually goes into like, I just don't want to see The Miz and Ciampa long term. I don't mind them doing something short term and then having Ciampa or The Miz or whoever turn on one another and kind of branch off from there. I'm kind of, I'm being a little hopeful in this i'm being a little hopeful that this will maybe catapult champa into actually having a proper storyline on raw you know following this whole spiel with aj and the miz so i'm hoping this becomes something that's a little bit more tolerable because if they have tomaso champa as you know the right hand man of the miz by association he's going to become unlikable and bearable to watch because that's kind of what happened when john morrison was there with the miz like all of those segments killed me every single weekend and so for me i don't want to see that happen to tomaso champa and i also just feel like to be honest i don't feel they have chemistry with one another there is nothing there that tells me they have like chemistry together have we seen anything that shows that they have chemistry together they just look like two different totally different guys standing next to each other there's no chemistry. And I'm okay with them being different guys and standing next to each yeah, other. That, but that that's works. Not like, the, but that's but Sean, how many times haven't we seen two to, two totally different people come together and there's like a chemistry there? There's something there. Like this to me just feels very, very like there's nothing of substance. Well, I, I'd have to see how it works. I've very it's I've been seen like very, how many weeks now and I haven't seen anything well, that I'm like, oh, this was a great idea. If you'd let me talk, they very rarely interacted with one another it's been champa just attacking him on his own so i'd have to see how that that really works because i'm just trying to say their vibes don't match maybe sure but i mean riddle and randy orton's didn't christian and no 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 randy and riddle for the most part they kicked it off right away like they they were something there there was was something there even if it took a bit to like really no, there was something there from the beginning. There was it was strange there. bedfellows, though. I mean, that was the thing. They were opposites that it, that attracted. But it worked. Them. That's what I'm saying, though. It worked. And we got people saying no story on why they're even together. Well, I mean, that's why we wait. We see how it is. But Joseph Correa says, do you think Champa and AJ will be involved in the Logan Miz feud? Or they have a separate thing going, hope it, hoping for the latter? I, I would be more interested in the Logan Paul Miz thing if they were involved. But I would also love to see AJ and Ciampa do their own thing. But here's the way that I figure that, Denise. If they are involved in the Logan Paul Miz feud, we're probably going to get an AJ Styles-Ciampa match on Raw heading into that. I just hope it's longer than two minutes. If we get a good 10, 15-minute AJ Styles-Ciampa match on Raw and then they do the tag match at SummerSlam, well, I think that's pretty good. Nah, you know what's going to happen? We're going to get a handicap match. Oh, boy. It's going to be Ciampa and The Miz versus AJ Styles. And then we're going to get the tag team match. And then two months later, just like randomly out of nowhere, when this thing's all said and done, we're just going to get a random like two-minute match between Ciampa and AJ Styles. That's what's going to happen. Brandon Charles Powell says, I can see Ciampa and The Miz playing poker together. (laughs) Sheldon says, I just want AJ to get a pay-per-view win. It's been too long for him. Money in the Bank 2021 with Omos was his last pay-per-view win. His last solo win was Crown Jewel 2019 in Saudi. Three years? My God, man. Three years. Liv Morgan comes out, cuts a promo. It is a very, like, we did this type of thing. I love Liv Morgan. However, I think WWE is so lazy. So lazy. No real story, no real build. The story is, people like Liv Morgan... Liv Morgan works really hard. People like Liv Morgan even more because she works hard, but WWE keeps screwing her over, and now she found a way to win. It is just a moment, 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 moment with no real build in between besides the fact that WWE is inept at booking, and as a result, people sympathize with this hardworking performer. I would really love if they would perhaps book in a creatively satisfying manner and which would get us behind somebody. We see it. We see it in all kinds of other companies. There's no reason WWE can't do it. And, you know, I know there, there'll be people that say, well, whenever they, they deem somebody the next person, you'll turn on them. Cool. Well, then find somebody that that won't happen to. Find somebody over enough to where the, the crowd won't turn on them. Liv could have been that person, but they just kept booking her terribly. When they booked her at all, Denise, I mean, they they 
delayed her debut about a billion times at one point. But um, Liv Morgan absolutely deserves this, but I wish WWE would add some more substance to their moments. So in terms of the actual, like everything that went down of the, during the promo and all of that, I got to tell you, I loved everything that they did here. I really did. I thought when Liv Morgan came out and she had her like whole little moment and, you know, she's thanking the people for their support and them basically, you know, believing in her even when, you know, maybe she didn't give them anything to believe in. Right. I like that. I really like that line that stayed with me. Um, But I want to say that instantly you notice the change in her um the way that she was delivering her lines she it like i you know obviously she's you know gonna be given you know script and whatnot but i really felt that she nailed it in the sense that she was excited she was happy you could hear the energy in her voice and uh and that may not seem like a lot to a lot of people but to me it kind of is and that's like the thing that's gonna take you you know that's going to make you connect with the people yeah. and have the people continue rooting for her because now the challenge, and this really is a challenge because, you know, she's a baby face and we haven't had the best of luck with baby face champions because they make them look dumb or just like stupid stuff. Right. Uh, and, you know, the people want to root for Liv Morgan. They want to keep rooting for her. And so now it's the time to see, can the, can, you know, can they keep the people supporting Liv Morgan? And based on what we saw here today, I was a fan of this. Like there was a moment where she was like jumping with it excitement I thought that was cute and it kind of really fit who Liv Morgan is so I liked all of that I liked how they uh brought out Natty during this and Carmella and then they both ended up uh double teaming against her I like that too because okay she's the champion and I thought commentary did a good job basically saying you know now the target's on her back and I think having the visual of you know two women trying to attack Liv Morgan and Liv Morgan uh in the beginning kind of you know being able to fend for herself until she can because she's going up against two women I like that and then having Bianca Belair coming out and kind of helping her out there this leading to a match and you know uh Liv Morgan getting the win for her team I like this I thought that from the top to the bottom uh Liv looked a lot more comfortable she she looked confident in what she was saying in the ring uh they gave her these little moments where if I'm somebody that I don't think a lot of people are on the fence about Liv Morgan. I feel like for the most part, people are excited about Liv Morgan. Yes. But let's just say I was on the fence for, for Liv Morgan. I feel like they gave me enough here to be like, you know what? That's my champion. I'm going to root for her because you know what? She was there defending herself against two women. She got herself a win for her team. Uh, I liked what they did with Liv Morgan here. I was a fan of this. Nicholas asked if I see Liv losing the title at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think they're going to do it to help kickstart Ronda Rousey as a heel. I think they're going to do that and say, oh, look, here is this hardworking woman. As Chris says, I feel like Liv's going to lose at SummerSlam. Rhonda took it away from her. Not us booking it. It's Rhonda that took it away from her. Meanwhile, you've got Ronda Rousey's old videographer saying on Instagram that she wanted Liv to win this. So I, I don't know how that will necessarily work. But, Did they um, show on TV when Rhonda and Liv were like hugging it out? I would imagine so. I wasn't uh, sure that, if just the audience saw that or if that was shown on TV too. That, that seemed like a TV moment for sure. But I think that's what it'll do. I think they're going to use this run to put heat on Ronda, kind of like what they did with Big E and I Kofi. I hope not. I really, really hope not. I, yeah. If they did that, I would be so bummed out. Like I, I love Ronda Rousey and I think she's great and all of this good stuff. But like her as champion is not gonna, it's not doing anything for me. Yeah. And I get it, you know, if she can come in and spice it up as a heel and all of that, great. But I just, I'm ready to see something different right now. And different is Liv Morgan. Andrew the Giant says, excited Liv as a champ. Hopefully Charlotte won't end it. I, I think it'll be Ronda again at SummerSlam. And they love heat. And I think that this will lead to Ronda being more of a heel and then Becky Lynch being the one eventually to face her, I think Ronda will be like, I don't want big time Bex. I want to face the man, and we're going to get heel Ronda, babyface Becky along the way. Uh, probably WrestleMania season or something like that. That, ma that makes sense to me. We got the match because Bianca Belair ran out and helped Liv Morgan. This had uh, Stan Twitter very excited when I posted the little teaser. By the way, you could have found this out at FightfulSelect.com. We've got exclusive news there every day, as well as over seven shows a week for only five bucks a month. It's like 16 cents a day to subscribe to Fightful Select. 
Sean, how come you don't promote Fightful Select the way that Subway used to promote their five uh, $5 footlongs? $5, $5, Fightful Select. Because that doesn't go together like, well, at all. Fix it. Redo fix. it. Damn, you don't have to well, take just, my version. I'll just come do on. my own $5, shit. $5, $5, pay wall. I don't that know. Was, that was better. That was better. All right. You can sharpen it up a little bit. You can do the little commercials like that. Sure. Bianca and Liv win via pinfall over Natalia and Carmella. I thought this was pretty solid. This is what it needed to be. It gave the champions a win. But you know what I don't want to see? I don't want to see Carmella or Natalia in the title picture now. Because they both lost at Money in the Bank. They both lost on Monday Night Raw. So move on. Don't, don't give me anything in the interim. We're not moving on. This is going to be there, Sean. Okay, and that's stupid. Okay, then. Well, we're just going to keep seeing it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm breaking it to you now. Get thanks thanks for the insight, here. Denise. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Well, no matter where you are, you'll be able to see it with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices. I used this when I was in Las Vegas. I'm going to use it when I'm in Louisville, Toronto, LA, Nashville, all over the place. You get a great deal, an additional month for free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. And now they have three great plans. You can start out with just a VPN. You can add a pass on top of that with one tier up. You can add a locker on top of that as well. But in addition, works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, tablet, router, all that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful block online trackers block annoying pop-up ads and malware Denise wouldn't have had to have sat through that ad on YouTube if she had NordVPN.com slash Fightful but if you're a wrestling fan you can get some services overseas if you visit Lithuania maybe Indonesia save some money on some pay-per-views and some services you can access WDB Network via Canada if you missed that layout as well NordVPN.com slash Fightful Probably my favorite sponsor that we have. Again, a great deal, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Brian Lambert says, if you want or got a foot long, subscribe to Select. My God. But you got to sing it in the tune, Sean. Come on. There's a I'm little good. tune. I'm good. No fun. Let's just put a lot of thought into that. Come on. Call Me Crazy says sent three some hu- three humper chats about Liv and SummerSlam. Okay, I see them. Says, what do you all think of the Liv promo? Lots of people are shitting on it. Thought it was pretty good and felt more natural. Liv brought the heat. Also, if I need to stand down of Liv and Rowan saying, acknowledge me versus watch me to each other. I don't think WWE is going to put Liv in a segment with Roman. The promo, I think, would have been better if it came straight from Liv Morgan instead of written as, we did this, we did this. Because what it came off to me like was, guys, you got, you know and I know that they booked me like shit and you all still cheered for me. That's what it came off like like to like me. It just didn't... I think they should have been like, Liv, what do you want to say? How do you feel? You've had the ups and the downs. Sean, we already know how things why, work. Why are you here. being so dismissive about all this? Because like, it, it's, we already know how things work here. You think they're actually going to so go So talk about like, that's what we're here. How do you? I am, but I'm irritated that you're like, oh, they should have done this. We already know how they do things. So I'm not supposed to talk when it sucks? I didn't think. I think Liv Morgan did the best she could. She Sean. did. That's okay, what I like, said. Come on. When people are telling you, hey, say things this certain way. And I feel like, you know, for all these people that were like shitting on her on social media or whatever, I didn't see that stuff. I wasn't there. But I just feel like, damn, give the girl a freaking break. I she said got they the line. Let she her said write the no, Sean, you were literally like, oh, they should have let her do this. I get it. I agree with all of that. But like, damn, we already know they don't do that. Okay. So she was given what she was yes, given and do. she made it work for what yes, she Yes, they could do. do. A lot of people. Have okay, but not ability. everybody, and you know that, Sean. Not everybody. Maybe they don't have the confidence in her yet, given the fact she's that she's been there for five this, years. Five this, years yeah, she's been people there. People were always talking shit about her promos and her deliveries for like the longest time. So they probably five saw that and were like, okay, well, years. we have to obviously script her, and that's what they did. But she made it work, man. Like, I just feel like people were so quick to shit on her. 
when I feel she made the best of what she could. I'm not shitting on her. I'm shitting on the writing team that wrote this, that were like, hey, guys, this is the same promo you've heard over and over when we treat somebody like shit and then give them a moment. did it not apply to Liv Morgan? What would you you have liked Liv Morgan to say? What would I? Whatever she wanted. Write the promo. Write the promo. I, that's the point, Denise. Why would I write the promo? I want her to write the promo. Okay, I want Liv to write it. What if this is what she wanted to say? What if she did want to say, hey, thanks, guys, for rooting for me when they treated me like shit? Because she did pretty much say, you know, thank you for believing yes. in me when even I didn't give you anything to believe in. She didn't give us anything to believe in. Horseshit. Horseshit. I know, but that's Liv the Morgan. way she worded it. Read between the lines, Sean. Did you pay attention to anything that I said? Do yes, anything. I did. Okay. So when she didn't give us anything to, wrote, to to feel good about, bullshit. WWE didn't book her on the show for like a I year. Know that, Sean, but she's not going to go out there and say it. What do you want her to be like? You know what? WWE freaking screwed me and they made me believe that this and that. Yeah. Yes. They're I would not love her to have do that, Sean. I would have loved if they're she said. Not MJF. They're not going to have her go out there and do something like that. It didn't have to be a shoot promo, Denise. Why are you applying one thing? She could have literally, if she okay, wanted. Because you're, because you're asking. She said, you know, other people didn't believe in me, but you believed in me. And it made me believe in myself. And here we are. Would that have been better? Now, I got somebody saying, why would she start breaking kayfabe mid promo? Horseshit. Wrong. It was not kayfabe that she wasn't on the show. She just wasn't on the show. It does not take a lot to say, when I couldn't even get on this show, you guys still believed in me. Now, if that's what she wanted to say, I think that would have been a lot better. But, Denise, I have heard this promo from Brian Danielson and from Becky Lynch and from Kofi Kingston and from every person that they have treated like shit taken off tv acted like wasn't good enough and then arbitrarily put the title on when the situation came back brian danielson wasn't supposed to win that title becky lynch was supposed to be a heel before she won the title kofi kingston wasn't supposed to win the title Liv morgan was off tv to the point denise they were so desperate to not book Liv morgan that they ran heavy machinery out there in a fucking dark match with their basketball shorts on. Like, not warmed up or anything. Like, that's the thing. Okay, Sean, we're past that now. We're past that now. She won the money in the bank. She's champion. Let's give her, let's give her a moment. Come on, let her have her moment. If this is what they gave her, this is what she's doing. Now let's continue on and go from here. What's her moment? What's her moment? This promo? This promo's her moment? Bro, she just came out as champion today. The go- She's just jumping up and down in happiness in the ring. That can't be a moment for her. The promo's the moment? I could have swore that winning money in the bank. No, that's and winning- what I said. She w- let her have her moment following sure. money in the bank and winning the championship. Her moment specifically today on, I mean, on Raw last night. She got multiple moments. Obviously, the first one being her winning money in the bank, then winning the title. Okay, fine. Let her have her moment today on Raw to celebrate the events for money in the bank. So why wouldn't this moment be something that she genuinely felt maybe she you know you know what you know maybe what, Sean? that's it go freaking tweet the writing tweet team i'm done i talked I to people in the writing team i talked to people in the writing team i told them it sucked i told them that Liv morgan should okay, probably <laughs> okay. why, are you gonna let me talk or not no, i'm just saying sean now that you've already stated that all right let's see what happens next week maybe next week they'll give her a better promo my problem is it's been the same promo Every time they treat somebody like shit and it's something like, oh, well, I didn't give you something to cheer about. That's horse shit. She worked her ass off. She worked her ass off. Please stop interrupting me for the love of God. Let me get my point off. She has worked her ass off. People like her. People like her because she is personable and she's wonderful and she works her ass off. So when they script her to say, when I didn't give you something to root for, I think that's horse shit. I think that's passing the buck. I think that's like Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon and Stephanie and all that coming out and saying, no more authority figures because they've made this show shitty. Nah, bro, you all made this show shitty. Liv Morgan wasn't the reason 
why people didn't have anything to cheer for. Maybe it's because they debuted her in that shitty Lana and Bobby Lashley storyline, then took her off TV for like a year. Maybe that's why people didn't have anything to cheer for, because she literally wasn't being booked on the show while she was working so hard to perfect her craft. That's why. That's what set me off about this promo. I think it's so annoying when they have a wrestler that works really hard go out there and say, when I didn't give you anything. Now, if she wrote that line, hey, I'm wrong. But I really doubt it. I think that that's so lame to have somebody that busts their ass come out there and say, I didn't give you something to root for. And people saying, Sean is shoot mad. No, I'm annoyed of seeing the same fucking promo every time and the same fucking build every time. I am so over that. The They are so dead set so many times on shooting themselves in the foot when they have somebody popular. Liv Morgan was ready to win that title earlier this year. They didn't, she didn't even need to be in the position to win Money in the Bank. She should have been a champion by now. However, winning Money in the Bank and winning that title, objectively good. Like, I love that. I think it's good. Even, even her beating Ronda after Ronda had a match, I don't give a shit about that. Liv went through a bunch of ladders earlier. So I don't look at that as like a cheap win or anything because Liv had a full match earlier on. But when they have her come out there and say that, I'm like, come on. Now, hey, maybe she wrote the promo and I'm wrong, but I doubt it. Sean, they're going to keep doing it. This is not breaking news. And, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep bitching about it because they're lazy. And they That's what I'm going to keep everything. doing. This isn't the first thing that we've seen be repeated multiple times. There's been Great. several things that we've seen repeated multiple so, times. So you know what my job so, is? To bitch about it. That's what I'm, I'm here saying, for. Chill. I'm not going to get apathetic. I'm not getting apathetic about this stuff. I just feel personally that she did the best with what she was given. And this should not be the start of a downfall of people turning on live because you know that you know how it is when people start. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But when people are basically saying like, Oh, this was shit. This was shit. This was shit. Then all of a sudden people are going to be like, Oh, well, they're just giving her the same thing. This is shit. We're not going to support live Morgan anymore. Something's mediocre to everybody though. You could, I mean, people thought there were a lot of people that thought the MJF promo was mediocre. There, there are people Correct. that think that Brian Danielson's a boring wrestler. Like something's going to be yeah. mediocre to everyone. Uh, Terry Allen says, Ariel Hawani interviewed Liv was wonderful. He's a great interviewer. Call Me Crazy says, Flair versus Liv needs to be a long feud that happens, not over pay-per-views, but more like Flair saying, I can come for my title whenever, keep it warm for me, gives Liv a little bit of an underdog feel, uh, still with a big looming threat, keeps Flair out of Becky Ronda at Mania. Uh, I agree with that, Denise. I think if anybody can portray, I mean, Liv Morgan's going to be portrayed as an underdog even with the championship because they book her like shit. And the audience is going to look at her that way anyway, but I think that, that Charlotte is a good foil. Um, also, I just want to shit on this right now. Eric says, IWC, push young talent. And then IWC, when somebody does, not them. Okay, listen, I don't think Liv Morgan applies here. Liv Morgan's been around for five years. She's been on the main roster for five years. It's it's not the same. It's not the same. Not, not Liv or Austin. That's not who we want. Maybe people just don't like Austin Theory as a character. It Also, using IWC as a catch-all, like it ain't made up of millions of people, is so weird. Like, Denise and I don't like the same shit. How would millions of other people? Like, what, what the hell are we doing here? We're still doing it. IWC says, what, what is an IWC? Who doesn't have the internet anymore? Come on. So, um, by the way, how long did we spend on this argument? A lot. A lot. The show started. I blinked, and all of a sudden, we're 46 minutes in. Hey. And all I remember is arguing about this. It's good content. Uh, Call Me Crazy says Hope Liv has a title match with Natty Friday and wins. That would give her six wins in a row. At SummerSlam, have a clean match with Ronda. Liv wins clean, and then it would probably be the bigger, uh, biggest win of the women's roster. Two wins on Ronda hasn't happened. I'd be shocked if they let if they let her win clean. But to me, like I don't look at the Ronda win at Money in the Bank as like a dirty win, Denise. I don't give a shit that Ronda just had a match because – Liv had a match where she went into ladders and stuff for like 15 minutes earlier. 
So I don't look at that and be like, oh, no, Ronda just had a match. This isn't clean. This isn't fair. Liv had a match, and it was a lot more physically demanding than the one that Ronda went through. Yeah, I agree with that. I won't fight you on that one, Sean. Finally, finally. Um, I'm not here to be your freaking yes man on this show. You should. That'd be great. Be my crony. That'd be awesome. Yes, I'd just be like, yes, yes, yes boss. Whatever boss. you say, boss. Good, good, good joke, boss. Good, good one, boss. Freaking I'll get you some leather to eat, boss. Freaking ratings are going to be plummeting. You're going to be coming up with some shitty ideas, and I'm going to be like, yes, boss. You're right, boss. Everything yeah, you say, right. boss. Yet to have a shitty idea. <laughs> Ezekiel sprays mustard or ketchup on Seth Rollins' it's face. Let's catch up. There you go. They have a match. Seth Rollins wins. We start to see Ezekiel bust out some of Elias's moves. Uh, this is one of Ezekiel's better matches since coming back, I thought. But Rollins had to win this. There's Ezekiel is he ain't winning this one. I loved the setup for this match with the with the ketchup and then the street profits in the back, like trying to you know be like yeah. all cheese muscles, you know, trying to figure out what's going on during this drama between Ezekiel and Seth Rollins. And then uh, credit to Ezekiel's facial expressions during this. Um, I thought that was good. Also, I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley's facial expressions were really great during that segment mm-hmm. too. But more particularly for this one, I loved the setup of this match. I loved that they gave uh, Ezekiel and Seth Rollins a good amount of time at least it felt like that for me because i had to put a bunch of uh fast forwards for the commercials <laughs> um so i liked this match i thought it was good uh even the win i don't think is you know obviously seth rollins has to get the win that's perfectly fine uh but i just really like what they're doing with ezekiel right now i don't care if i get made fun of i like ezekiel it's fun it's it's just a fun story it, it it's added some actual good humor to this show Sorry. Okay, so Sean, by the way, the tights that Seth Rollins wore today, has he worn uh, wore last night? Has he worn those before? Because I don't recall, and I noticed them for the first time today. Oh, I freaking love those tights. I love I those tights so much. Those. So they're black them. with like little sh- colorful stripes. And then they have like a little uh. bit of like some sequins or some sort of like shiny embroidery on the sides. Oh my God. Those ones and his WrestleMania lace pants. I mean, tights. Those are my favorite things, man. They looked freaking phenomenal. Like I hope he wears those more consistently because they were great. I'd have to look back at them. Because I don't recall. I feel I like I would have noticed them before. <laughs> You would notice the tights. Oh, I get it. I, I don't know how to tie this, but like me and Seth Rollins, man, like we're vibing here on the fashion, man. I, I'd raid his closet before also, Becky Lynch's. <laughs> I didn't mention this earlier. My favorite spot of that Bobby Lashley Street Profits match was when Theory is posing ringside and Dawkins just pounces him over the table. That was great, too. I mentioned it. There you go. I'll tell you what else I liked. Gunther. By the way, this crowd sucked. This crowd was not hot for anything. They didn't pop for Gunther at all. He beat up Uncle Sam, a.k.a. R-Truth. This was quick. It was a squash. Good. Expose Gunther to another audience. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I thought it was smart booking. By the way, we reported that he'd be on the show on FightfulSelect.com. Is he going to Raw, Sean? Or is he just going to be there for He's just this one-time thing? What? That, that brand split means nothing now. It means nothing. Alexa Bliss is interviewed backstage. She says that she's ready to become the next challenger for the Raw Women's title. Well, listen. She's also ready for that Credit One card, Denise. Boy, I am still not over how much that shit got booed live. Yeah. People don't want credit cards, man. They'd be sending us a bunch of letters to our house. Get this credit card. You're pre-approved. Here's $25,000 in debt. Buried it. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Becky Lynch, Asuka, no holds barred. This was very back and forth. I I did feel like the the way the match was constructed relied a little bit too much on the specific spots. Um, I don't know the direction of Becky Lynch right now. I don't know which way she's headed. I'm not going to complain about this as a main event on a July 4th Raw because it is two people that have had a feud and they've gone up against each other so many times uh, that it's it's been a pretty pretty solid feud it's just we have seen this an awful lot like a whole lot of late including like we saw them work work each other at money in the bank uh we saw them on let's see june 20th twice by the way they wrestled each other uh june 5th at hell in a cell may 23rd on raw may 16th on raw 
May 2nd in a tag match. Yeah. So eight matches since the beginning of May between these two, whether it be singles, tag, multi-person. I'm definitely ready to see them move on. This should be the end of Asuka and Becky Lynch for right now, Denise. I don't think it will be, but... um, Of course not. Yeah, but I mean, with Becky Lynch, the way that she got the win, it feels like it should be it for a bit, but it's not going to be. Regardless, though, I thought this main event was really good, especially for a show like this. You know, it's on a holiday, so, you know, I feel like... You know, this could have easily been like a throwaway, whatever, pose off as a freaking as a main event for the show. And they didn't. They gave us, you know, this match here. Uh, I liked all of the spots that they did, you know, really obviously weaving in the weapons with the, the table spot, the chairs, all of that. I thought was really good. So even though, like you said, we have seen this or a variation of, you know, Becky and Asuka in the ring together, I liked this match. I thought it made the I thought it made the show feel a little special ending this way. I thought the chair spot and the table spot were both really, really good. Like the manhandle through the table, the suplex onto the chairs. I loved both of those. I thought that was really good. And I feel like on on a show like this, it's the 4th of July. Um, I mean, it was in San Diego, so it was daylight by the time people got out of there. And they could go do their 4th of July stuff. But still, if you do that, you got to give them at least a quality match. And I think they got Riddle and Rollins in a dark match after the show as well. So, um, or so, I think that's what they had, had planned, but you got to give them a reason to be there and a reason to tune in. I thought they did that pretty well here. Uh, Becky needs to go a little more upwards, but not to the title quite yet. Cause I don't want to see her and Bianca again for a little while. Cause I think that's a special match. I don't want them to do it over and over and over again. It's one of the best WrestleMania matches I've ever seen. But um, the women got a lot got a lot of like attention on this show between those two stories. So I thought that was really good. Nathan says Austria going over America on the Fourth of July. Love to see it. Oh, and by the way, Judgment Day beat up the Mysterios backstage. So you know the home country and hometown they can get to keep their heat at all. Who was missing from this show? As I look, well, obviously Roman. He's going to be on SmackDown though. In Anaheim, right? Or where's yeah. SmackDown going to be at? You going? No. Is it gonna be in Anaheim? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I forgot KO. where SmackDown's gonna be at. So WWE right now for Raw missing pretty big names. They don't have their their world champion on the show. That sucks. Randy Orton's hurt. Kevin Owens is hurt. Cody, yeah, it's just it it hurts right now. Right now, they are missing Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, and Randy Orton. They got to restock the top of the cupboard there because it's feeling pretty bare. (laughs) Somebody says Elias was missing. (laughs) Um, And Edge. Edge wasn't on the show either. Wait, they're not going to. They're going to be in Fort Worth, Texas for SmackDown. That sucks. That sucks. Dallas blows the drive in. Anyway, so Denise, as I mentioned, Near the top of that card right now, they don't have a world champion on Raw. They don't have Edge, Orton, Cody Rhodes, and Owens. Like, what do you think they can do in the meantime to sort of... Just spice up storylines. I mean, they can make things work if they want to make it work. Damn, even with people people that may not be super giant stars right now. Like, for example, don't drop the ball on Matt Riddle. The guy's over as hell. Do something to them, you know? Mr. CJ Lilly says... I say Bianca, Becky, Alexa at SummerSlam. I think that could be fun. I think that could actually be very fun. Annika says, you want to sing this? Wait, hold on. I was still looking for when the Anaheim show is. I don't know. They announced it on the on Money in the Bank, but I don't remember what date it is. Okay, okay. <clears throat> $5, five full select, dirty boy. I don't think I got the beat at the end. As we wrap up, I am Malucha says, haven't seen a single WWE program basically since quarantine. I have joined the absolute best wrestling community in the web. Much love on this jaded holiday for my Fightful family. Thanks, SRS, and all the staff for being so chill. Well, guys, we got lots of cool stuff coming for you this week. Dropping the Bianca Belair interview. Going to be doing some media for Impact in Louisville on Thursday. But FightfulSelect.com is going to have scoops all week. Usually we post at least two a day, uh, plus an additional show. Just $5 a month. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. I'm surprised you didn't interrupt me to, to do your plugs. Uh, why would I interrupt you to 
to do that. That's just so rude. I would never interrupt you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Twitter and Instagram at underscore you Denise. Know it's all about but. I did want to say one more thing. Damn. Go ahead. Okay. Please go check out my YouTube. You know it's all about But. What? I'm done. I'm not promoting nothing. Go ahead. I really won't. No, I'm not promoting (laughs) shit. Screw my channel. Keep burying the small little YouTubers out there of the world because the fightful (laughs) corporate giants coming to freaking just bury all of us. Nah, screw you. Uh, People asking about Bailey. Hey, we reported on FightfulSelect.com that she would not be in Vegas. Denise, I think WDB confirmed that to me to temper expectations because I hit him up and I was like, hey. Here she's been training, and they said, yep, she's not in Vegas. So I think they did that to be like, hey, people, calm down. She's not here yet. Yeah, they didn't want this moment to be stolen, I think, in terms of like, oh, Bailey didn't come out. We were all expecting it. Yeah. Austin says, did you notice the change in the cryptic vignette? I didn't, but I it, we did report that it's supposed to be Edge. Uh, Denise, again, let us – YouTube, nah, please. Nah, I'm not promoting shit, Sean. Fuck what? me. Fuck my YouTube channel. Fuck Quit everything. I'm language, Denise. I don't care anymore. I'm not promoting nothing. <laughs> so that Denise is a live a fightful. I'm Next pissed. week, Denise is about to cut a promo and say, yeah. it's okay, at least you guys cheer for me when I don't give you a reason exactly. to. Exactly, it's some bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, I've gotten too far. It's 11 a.m. I just, just started the day. like three F-bombs and you're like, bullshit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm pissed. Man. I don't even want to talk. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I have a shit ton of great stuff on there, okay? Go check out my interview with Rocky Romero. It's bloody awesome. And there's a bunch of other stuff. Until next time, guys. We're out. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.